Testing, testing. One, so much two. testing. All of the testing. All the testing. <laughs> Tammy scares the shit out of me. Don't fuck with Tammy. All right, we're back. I'm back, more specifically. Ashley is still slowly making her way back from the Super Bowl. She is no surprise here. Uh, flight problems, delays. We all know it, unfortunately. Shit happens. Yep. Maybe we can get Peter on that. Pull some strings at Delta or something. I know, right? bypass all those delays in any case three hour episode tonight it was long let's dive right in um what should we talk about first where did we even begin we began back in cleveland back in cleveland was it what did we start off at the rose ceremony yes at the rose ceremony um specifically with peter pulling alaya aside oh yeah yeah already which to me, like maybe like they didn't do the previously on, but it seemed like very sudden that he was grabbing her. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's go with this. But things didn't work out too well for our girl, now, did they? No, no, not at all. I, I was liking her too. Because um, I didn't think that she intentionally did anything wrong. Like, yeah. or did anything to anybody. So, but I mean, clearly her around was like just bad energy with everybody. Yeah. And like the, it was a little. I can't believe I'm saying this at the start of a three-hour episode, but I kind of wanted more because there was a more yeah a little more explanation too because there was so much drama around her coming back and his feeling like he had uh, sort of let her go under false pretenses yeah. that to then immediately be like just kidding you are gone yeah. I kind of wanted a little more you know editorial from Peter on. <laughs> What was going on through his yeah, mind Yeah, yeah, nothing got settled, I don't think. It was right. just, yeah. I wanted more of her, too. I wanted to see what was going on with her, and, um, yeah, I don't know. That was confusing. Yeah, but off she goes, and for sure, all the girls are utterly confused and just sort of, like, peeking around, trying they to see confused. what's up. They're happy, though. Yeah, they are happy. They are happy. Right. Um, everyone just starts getting along after that, which yes. was kind of funny. And there are some truly memorable lines about, like, oh, like, now we can move on. Drama-free. We'll know, be right? done. It'll be all It'll never be drama-free. Never. No, no, no. Um, and then <laughs> Peter does, like, a little bit of a, an apology to her. He does. Right? He Goes uses along that with time. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Has conversation with everyone, and it seems like everything's getting better with their relationships, and everyone's right. having a good time and progressing. I One of my fast favorites is Natasha. I really like, like, she's called him out before, um, and I like, she brings, like, this, like, joking energy to calling him out that is, like, I'm still here, I'm still here for you, but also, I was thinking, listen, man. Yeah, yeah, like, I was thinking the basis, I thought about it. Yeah, um, Tammy, a little less joking, does threaten to burn the place down if she doesn't get a uh, rose. Oh. Yeah, that was, did anybody on your season... Threaten to burn it down? Threaten to burn it down or have like a really good threat. I'm trying to think of like what, if you were channeling your most extreme self, what would you threaten to do? What What would I threaten to do? Yeah. If I was like really upset and just. Yeah. If you, if you were in Tammy's spot, Tammy's move is to burn it down. Oh Lord. I don't think I would do anything like that or say anything like that. Right. Um, <laughs> going to get us in trouble. I don't know. I would just be like, I don't know. I'm just going to threaten to. Eat all the food in the kitchen, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's something I do. Jess, maybe I would like, I don't know, set up like a heist or something to steal their store of roses so that they couldn't give out any ooh, more roses. Ooh, that would be a good one. Yeah. Or Revenge. burn all the roses. A long con- Ooh, burn the roses. Burn wow, the roses. that would be very dramatic. Don't burn the house. No. <laughs> Take the roses out of the house, bring them to like a field or a bonfire yeah. or a beach, and then burn them. Like that shit up. Yeah. 
Anyways, <laughs> um, another highlight or favorite moment uh, from his apology tour was we got a little brief glimpse of his uh, time with McKenna. And it was just real quick, but like she was just like doing a little dance and just really seemed to be enjoying herself, which uh, based on what we saw, you know, three hours later was small comfort. For sure. For sure. I think people, you have to realize, like, you have to kind of hold on to whatever moment you had last with Pete and just have confidence in it and mm-hmm. just believe, like, okay, you know, don't get, you know, you might go a day or two without talking to him. But how did you leave off the last time you spoke with him? And okay. the next time you get to see him, is it progressing? So that's the thing to remember and not to get, like, in your head, like, oh, shit, I haven't talked yeah. to him. I don't know what this is going to But And I would imagine it also is all about sort of, like, making to use one of my aunt's favorite phrases like making memories where it's like you're doing something that's going to stand out um ideally more so than just talking about the other contestants yeah i mean making memories that always sticks yeah yeah all right so after his apology tour he gives out roses gives out roses we kelsey already has one madison gets one sydney gets one natasha lexi cheyenne kelsey and tammy i think that's everyone yep uh kiara and deandra go home Yep. Which I was sad to see, but at the same time, the drama kind of buried, kind of buried them the last couple of weeks. So yeah, I don't really feel like I have a lot of emotion there. Yeah, same. But um, but anyways, it's on to then their destination. Oh yeah, they were a lot more excited going to where <laughs> South America than they were going. Yeah, to Yeah, Costa Rica, which I believe is. Oh, is it central? I think it's central. Central. I think it counts Whoops. as central. Um, but I wasn't, I know it's, it's obviously. It's almost there. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's almost there. Anyways, it, I mean, it beats Cleveland on the map. It certainly does. And they were for uh, sure a lot more excited with that. And um, I also want to shout out our producer who kept uh, like copious notes during um, the episode. One of them, which was, I don't think there are many direct flights from Cleveland to Costa Rica, which I ooh, have to imagine that's true. Yeah. I'm sure they made a pit stop somewhere. Yeah. Maybe a layover in Chicago. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they also got delayed. Um, anyways, so everyone except one person is just extremely effusive about being in Costa Rica. They are just over the moon, except for Kelly. And this is when I already liked Kelly. Well, I actually didn't really like Kelly, but this is really when Kelly began to, uh, win me over because her reaction was exactly the reaction of someone that has been traveling all day to get from Cleveland to Costa Rica she was like, yeah, it's beautiful, but I've been traveling all day. I'm a little tired. <laughs> and like, I think it read, and we'll get into this a bit later, but like, it read as sort of, you know, unenthusiastic about it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, you I get feel it. seen. You, I get you it. You get it. You get it. <laughs> That's my girl. Travel, yeah, traveling. I mean, we always support our Chi-Town people. But yes, yeah, traveling. Yes, does, we do. I mean, it, it's exhausting traveling, especially when you travel with a group of people and I don't know. And like I said before, I mean, it's beautiful to go travel to a lot of these places. But then again, you are a little bit of a prisoner. So yeah, keep that in mind, too. So tell us a little bit more about the travel on your season. Where did you go? Well, these girls are having a lot. I mean, I mean, I'm with the Scotland. Yeah, I'm with the Scotland. Scotland's that cool. was beautiful. From um, That was our first. What time of year were you there? It was cold. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It was <laughs> cold. So I'm pretty jealous of these girls there in Costa Rica. And, yeah. you know their swimsuits and whatnot and yeah we went to scotland and it was so rainy and so cold it was just that is rough kind of miserable honestly yeah but uh i have a quick question about packing because i thought i read something that like you don't get a lot of information before you 
pack for the trips? Did you know you were going somewhere cold or was it just kind of Yeah, like- for sure. And we didn't have too, yeah. They kind of give you, they give you a heads up like where you're going to be heading. Yeah. They don't tell you, but they give you a heads up like, right. hey. Pack this, pack that. Pack a jacket, a mm-hmm. couple jackets, maybe some, you know, boots, winter yeah. gear. Yeah. <laughs> You already, like, when you read that, you're like, fuck. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> but everyone wants to go somewhere tropical. But, no, it was cool. I've never been to Scotland, and I thought it was cool um, to finally go there and see the culture there. Yeah. And the history. Um, I would have loved the beach, though. Uh, okay. So, on that note, then, if you were The Bachelor, or if you were just planning a vacation, okay. what would your top three places that you think you would want actually no i want to keep to the structure here what are your top three places you would want to go with 13 people you were t- simultaneously dating I know, right? um somewhere tropical for sure i think somewhere i would like to go is maybe um maybe south africa i think that would be pretty Ooh, cool yeah um maybe egypt as well with Ooh, the history all right. i think that would be pretty yeah cool. but i don't know those just a couple off the top of my head yeah good choices good choices yeah right Anyways, um, okay, and one more question about travel, though. For sure. How did you guys get to Scotland? Did you fly commercial? Was Did they charter a plane? No, we did commercial. Yeah. Um, from, uh, I think, we went to, from New York to, yeah, Scotland. Yeah. It was um, commercial. Did anybody but, on the flight know what was up? I mean, people kept on asking us, like, are, are you guys a team? Or <laughs> what are you guys doing? Because, I mean, most of us guys are, like, over six feet tall. Yeah. Right? It's, like, it's a big group of us. So right. everyone's really Clearly confused why, you know, you walk in big groups like this. And some people know. Some people read, like, spoiler pages and yeah. they see who we are, our faces. Um, it is weird. Did you have a cover story? Yeah. We were just, like, a, like a soccer team or a football <laughs> team. You guys went with soccer? That's what we said. Yeah, you can't tell them. You can't say like you're on the Bachelorette. Like uh-huh. that's against the rule. So we couldn't say that at all. Interesting. So, nice. Yeah, we just said we were like a college soccer team or a football <laughs> team or something like that. We play sports. Don't yeah. ask any follow up questions. <laughs> uh, okay, so back to back to Peter's season. Peter finally makes it to Costa Rica. Well, presumably he got there other ways, but he arrives at the resort by helicopter, and he arrives. With barely a, in one piece. Barely in one piece. What would we call it? A scratch? A more than a scratch. A little bit certainly. of a scratch. A little, little wound, right? A bandaid yeah. across across the head. And what is the story he tells about how he got? It was actually band-aid? a little. Ble- I mean, I knew what happened, but it was kind of believable, like how he was like telling it. He's a good little storyteller. Yeah. Right. But he was saying like he was going up the mountain, up the volcano, to yeah. the trail up there. And As he, you do. Yeah. And then he sees a, uh, what do you say, a puma. He saw a puma. He saw a puma. <laughs> and they're staring, locking eyes. Right. And he had to do what he had to do. Right. That he was had, pretty. He had to fight was, that puma. It was pretty hilarious. He definitely should have stuck with that story. Right. He should have just committed to the lie. the real story kind of sucks. He- <laughs> it does. The real the real story, which we got first in like lifetime level reenactment where like the camera went all like foggy and there was like yeah. somebody walking around. And then we actually got to see based on like the hotel security awesome footage. that they had that, yeah. Right? Pretty cool. Um, That's so dangerous though. I'm, I told him like he's so lucky he didn't like poke his eye out or something like that. Yeah, it, it could have been so much worse and thus so much more embarrassing. Um, but yeah, he just kind of whacked his head. He was like yeah. reaching down for something and hit his head on the end of the golf cart and 22 stitches later he's telling so crazy. war stories yeah 
I also loved uh, what I loved about that was watching the women during it Your because faces. they were sort of like laughing and trying to react. And at first, I saw some like reactions on Twitter that were like, I can't believe they're buying this. But imagine if you were the asshole that is laughing hysterically and it's somehow the truth. Like, then that's that really true. not going to help your case. That is true. Like, you have to play along. And then when he's like, just kidding, and it's kind of a bad joke, you have to play along then too because that's kind you of do. the deal. <laughs> you could be like, that's terrible. That's mm-hmm. terrible, Pete. Um, all right. So on that note, what is the silliest injury you've sustained? The silliest. Mm-hmm. That's a tough or one. I don't think I've ever. Story. I don't think I've ever had a crazy story like that. I don't know. I would just say the stupidest one and the most pain I've ever been in is just probably hitting my toe at the end of the bed. Wow. And I honestly just felt like I could go to the hospital after doing that. Wow, that's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. It hurts so that bad. It's tough, like the end of an elbow. It, oh yeah or hitting your funny bone or something yeah like that. yeah 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 but luckily I, I don't have never really broke a bone or anything crazy um i've never you? broken a bone but i do have a it's it's technically an injury it's a story about bruises um during the 2016 western conference finals i'm a warriors fan and the warriors were down 3-1 and i was extremely stressed out about it and the last, I don't know if it was a cumulative situation, but I watched the games and I would watch at a bar and I would sit with my like arms on a table and my hands like this. And I was so stressed out that I gripped my arms so hard that I had fingerprint bruises on both my... Oh my goodness. Yeah, I bruise very easily. I'm not that strong. But yeah, that was the injury that like I was walking around with and people were like, oh my God, what happened you to okay? you? And did, I was someone like, gra- did someone hurt you? Right. On a- yeah, that was like real concerning. <laughs> That's intense. You um, are like a real Warriors fan. Yeah. Um, Damn. <laughs> Shit. But anyways, so that Spe- was Speaking silly. on that, I noticed, I don't know if other people noticed either, but a lot of these girls, you saw those bruises from when they were playing yeah. football. Like when they were having like their interviews. Like I saw so many girls with like bruises on the inside of their arms and whatnot. Yeah, I found that also very relatable. <laughs> yeah, they were going hard. <laughs> if I was on that show, I would be black and blue. Um, anyways, again, back to, we'll try to keep it on track now for a little bit longer. We'll try. Sydney's one-on-one day. Sydney's one-on-one day. Back in a helicopter. Back in it. Helicopter ride around Costa Rica. That looked awesome. Looking at yeah. the volcano and whatnot, for sure. Absolutely beautiful. Um, they arrive uh, in like a jungle clearing, maybe, on top of a mountain, unclear, in nature, um, where they proceed to do Peter's favorite activity. You got it. Make it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's what he's got to do. Yeah, it's, it's his move, and, you know, more power to him. Um, but they also talk about their lives and their backgrounds and yeah. their upbringing. Yeah, I thought hers was very deep. And I, I mean, I relate to it a lot. You know, I'm biracial, grew up with a single mother. And so I um, related a lot to that. And it's kind of sad, too, that she was bullied yeah. a bit. You know, that's sad. What she was describing about her high school experience was really moving. And I, I think it, um, at least to me, really underscored what can be so complex or hard about this show where like she's not necessarily one of my favorites some of the times i see her like in the group settings i'm actively annoyed with her um but when you get to hear about their lives and their backgrounds and i think it really sort of drives home that point that we try to talk about a lot where it's like these are real people and they have like real people real, real lives real backgrounds real things, like, for sure you know there's editing involved but there's also just like the surreal experience of being on tv and yeah 
um, yeah, so I really, I enjoyed that. Um, I also enjoyed when <laughs> they were talking about uh, whether they spoke Spanish, and Peter uh, was like, oh, do you speak Spanish? And she said, some, and then he spoke some words in Spanish, and she just looked at him dead-eyed. <laughs> And then they started making out. And I was like, that is anyone that's put on like their resume thought, or something. You or was like, hoping that she was going to respond back to right, her. Right, or like that. studied abroad somewhere. And they're like, yes, I speak French. <laughs> yes, you do until someone speaks it to you. Um, so I, again, I appreciated that. <laughs> Oddly, a lot to relate to in this episode. That would have been hilarious <laughs> if she just said, see. Sí. Yeah. Just like, okay. uh-huh. Yep. Uh, shirts he also called her the most mysterious contestant. Most mysterious, yeah. What do you Would think you about agree? that? Oh, oh, okay. Well. Okay. Uh, no. Jinx. Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. You said no. Yes, I said no. I think she was mysterious at first, for sure. Yeah. But this, this episode and the last episode, I think uh, we've really grown to know Sydney. So yes. I don't call. But again, it, blah, blah, blah. Then again, Peter doesn't see all that's going on. So right. I see why he says that, for sure. Yeah, I think, and mysterious might not be the best word. I think I would go with, McKenna, because I don't really know anything about her besides that she's 22 and seems desperate, desperately insecure about her time with him. Mm-hmm. Which, but that, that makes her just mysterious in our view because of what production shows. Yes. Not necessarily what Peter yeah. sees. So it could go both ways, I guess. But also, depends if, on what we see, and then you got to have the. If she truly hasn't spent any time with him, then what could he possibly know about her? That's true. Uh, anyways, and then there was one more detail that Peter shared during this date that I think we need to talk about. Oh, the kissing? On um, the kissing, The yeah. best kisser? The best kisser. Woo, man. He's bestowed it on her. I don't know off the top of my head, has he kissed everyone on the season yet? Oh, for sure. I feel like once like you yes, get once you get to this once you get to this point, I mean, I'm sure you've kissed everybody. Right. So he's got his his data points, and he's given the title to Sydney. Yeah, we were saying how awkward would it be if yeah. you know we find out at the end who he ends up with, or if he ends up with anybody, but how the other girls? Yeah, that's take just that. a converse that you end up with your wife or your fiance, whoever, and you're watching the show together, happy as can be. That's a conversation you have to have. Awkward. (laughs) Anyways, back at the resort. There's a group. The other girls are upset about that, anyways. Like. I feel like yes, because almost. I would feel a little. I would feel a certain certain way about that. Yeah. Like if I wasn't your favorite, your best kisser. I'm not like constantly comparing myself to other people, but if you're going to. If someone else is making the comparison, yeah. you want to be best, right? That's natural. Be the, everybody wants to be the best. Yeah. Especially if you're not in kissing. Does it mean you're bad? I know. I, I wonder know. who the worst kisser is. Ooh. I feel like that's a that's conversation for I know, right? off podcast just because I don't want to <laughs> shame anyone or project anything onto someone that I shouldn't. That's fair. Um, but I do have, I immediately have a pick. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyways. Group date announcement. All right. Stay on task here. Um, so a thing that I didn't notice or realize until it was actively happening, we're at the stage where getting a group date invite is a bad thing. So, yeah. Good in a group date. Wait. 
a group date is yeah everybody wants to one-on-one for yeah. sure um, we're at a stage where everyone's going somewhere for sure so if you're on the group date it, it inherently means you're not one of the two yeah and it means less time that you'll get to spend of course once you get to this this point like you want to get the one-on-one date and you know you want to get that quality time that one-on-one time it reveals a lot about each other and like if you guys are compatible to move on from that time you know yeah just not in his eyes or maybe you need to figure out if pete's the right one for you so this time is very valuable yeah no for sure everybody wants so process of elimination they discovered that kelly is getting the one-on-one yeah and it sets off a minor kerfuffle that becomes a bigger kerfuffle um do you want to recap wait for kelly it was sydney right that well kelly gets the next one but the announcement of kelly is sets kelsey off a little bit no i think the announcement of sydney getting the one-on-one set her off anyways sydney group date and then they did the math and then kelly was after because kelly's date does come later but it was the realization that she wouldn't be going you might be right. I think you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry about that. And continue. So, yeah, she... Uh, but in any case, Kelsey's best. Yeah. Kelsey, we've learned, I mean, since night one that Kelsey's very emotional. Yes. And she expresses her emotions. And that's fine. That's great. You know? Um, there was a thing said that she might be drinking too much, which yeah. I was confused by because you only get two drinks... You're only allowed a maximum two drinks per hour, and they're not even not even full drinks. <laughs> and even so, like, what else are you supposed to do? I like drink. You're supposed to drink the whole time. Like, yeah. So this was a interesting situation because it starts with Kelsey being upset that she doesn't get a one-on-one date, and like spiraling a little bit into like being upset that he's dating other women territory, which. I find both, I guess it sympathize with, but I'm also of the camp of like, the show has been on for, what are we at? Yeah. It's been on. So seasons. You're, <laughs> yeah. You're signing up for it. Yeah. Of course, like you have to know that this is going to come. Right. Um, but then again, also like you didn't Doesn't expect these probably feelings coming and mm-hmm. whatnot, but I think you just have to put on your big girl pants and just realize, okay, I got to deal with this. I knew yeah. what I was getting into. So let's go. And Tammy initially starts kind of in the role of friend right like she's the sounding board um for kelsey's feelings which then kind of gets out of hand a little bit later for sure um but first a group date involving cosmopolitan and a cover photo shoot um which immediately at least for me brought to mind uh like dreams of uh, like America's Next Top Model crossover. It did kind of seem like that, right? Where like they would have like the the photos and like they would do something else. Maybe it would like the roses would be. Put, I don't know. Get those fierce eyes. Yeah, I really, I really wanted, or like just like bring Tyra in. Maybe like I just wanted a little bit more. Um, yeah, and that, that looked awesome though. That was fun. I mean, did. that would have been good if, for them to get like more into it. Get their Blue Steel and right. Zoolander on. Worked a little bit more with that. Um, but we did get some really good faces, particularly from Tammy. Tammy for sure. Yes. Um, do you want to explain why? This should be her like profile photo. Yeah, it should, really should, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, like we have these girls and Pete, you know, they're taking photos and they're in groups. Yeah. Um, some of them. And then we have a few girls that just 
become bold and just mm-hmm. start kissing Pete while yep. the photographer's taking these photos. And uh, they actually look really good. But then you just have Tammy in the mix of it. Like, yeah. This is awkward. Yes. You know, so it's it's uh, it's really hilarious, really funny. It shows a lot of personality on Tammy as well. It does. Um, it I was... think everyone actually loved that. Yeah. A Twitter very blew endearing up. moment for her. For yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, and Kelsey is a little annoyed. Uh, who wins? Um, Victoria. Victoria yes. F wins. Which I always find interesting because, I mean, I guess this, there's no way to sort of account for this, but it seems like when challenges like that, like the models have, those with modeling experience have like a natural advantage. For sure. Um, but you know, credit where it is due. We all have our skill sets. Um, but yeah, do you, we think we can share the spicy bit of gossip about what happened to her cover photo? I think you can. I mean, it was on Twitter on their page, yeah. on Cosmos page. Everyone knows that's Twitter is the truth. Um, just kidding. But Cosmo would be in. Um, Cosmo would be sharing actual information about themselves. So Victoria F wins the um, date and the sort of prize is that she and I think Peter, maybe just she by herself, will get to be the Cosmo um, March cover star. But if you've seen Cosmo's March cover, you will see that it is, um, I'm blanking on her name, she was in Pretty Little Liars and another show. And I'm terrible with celebrities' names, so I would never know. Hmm. Anyways. Somebody else. It's not her. Not it's Victoria. not. Yeah, it's not her. And uh, the reasoning there is that uh, early in the season, um, and you may have sort of heard this already, some photos came out of Victoria F. modeling for a White Lives Matter group, I believe, was the technical designation. Um, and Cosmopolitan basically said, nope, like that's yeah. not our brand. That's not something that we can get behind. Uh, we're not going to run the cover. You definitely can't post that either during February. I mean, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Black History uh, I mean, right. you can't go, you can't do that. So that was a smart yeah, move on them. That's all, I'll, that's all I'll say. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, that would be something. But. It would. You know, adding insult to injury in a very sure, real way. Right? Um, so and a small note that, again, in a three-hour episode, I feel like details get lost, at least for me. Um, winning the date does not mean you won the group date rose. No, no. The group date rose comes later that night. But I guess it gives you, like, I mean... Puts you in Peter's eyes. So right. Gives you, you that, an advantage. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's take us through the group cocktail party from what you remember, the group date cocktail party. Group cocktail party. So what do we have? So I'm sorry, I'm trying to recap. Three hours. That was a long yeah. shit. Also, there was like a lot of stuff that was in each of the hours, like Kelsey and Tammy. There were like three installments of it. For sure. So it's like, which Kelsey and Tammy are we talking about now? Yeah. So we came out, so they have the cocktail party, mm-hmm. and everything seems to be going good until, what do we have, uh, the Tammy and Kelsey drama, correct? We do indeed. All right. Featuring um, Peter. For sure. But first of all, I think Tammy started it yeah, she when did. she had heard that Kelsey said that all the girls were fake. She took really, she took yeah. firsthand offen- offense to that. Like, she really took it personally that... It was said directly to her when we don't even know if it was said and who it was said to, but right. she took offense to it. And well, a lack of context on The Bachelor. Can you imagine? <laughs> right. So she just, um, she really, she goes in on Kelsey. She does. And she goes in 
on Kelsey to Peter. Correct. Which is where... Snitching. We got a lot of snitching this Lord. season. Like, there's so much oh. snitching on this season. And there's so oh, much... Snitching. I feel like there's... I said this before, or at least I've said it to people in my life that don't want to hear it because they don't care. Don't waste your time talking about the other women. Like, unless it's something that they specifically ask you about. Yeah. Why are you spending... and? All the drama we've seen this season has gotten exponentially worse the minute they drag Peter into it. Yeah, for sure. Who doesn't want to be dragged into and it? I agree. And, you know, if you're going to snitch, so to say, yes, like it's got to be one say. to where it's, it's got to be something like serious. Yes. Just don't go spreading around drama just to spread around drama. If something like is serious that happened or it needs to be said to Peter, because that in this situation, that is your significant other that you're trying yeah. to, you know talk to and build a bond with and communicate with i get that even but, then though i'm inclined to push back on it because i i would hope if it was something that serious and it didn't come out over the course of the show i don't know like it would come out when he watched the show and maybe they're still engaged and you know it sucks to break up with someone you're engaged to especially if you've since saved the dates but that aside, like, it's still, you can still go back on it where it seems like, because I think here we have a really good example of in Tammy's mind, this is something that meets that bar. It's like she thinks Kelsey is both emotionally unstable and has a drinking problem, which would be two major red flags for Peter. And yet the way it's been edited, it seems like Tammy has no business saying those things. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But at the end of all of it, just everyone needs to mind their business. Right? Just mind your business. Like mind their business and people will tell on themselves. That's true. The truth always unrails. Yeah. It'll come out. Um, so, yeah. Tammy tells Peter that Kelsey, I don't know if she used the word or he comes up with this phrasing a little bit later or it was a producer, but mental breakdown gets thrown around. Um, emotionally unstable gets thrown around. Um, and so Peter goes... That's a scary word for a guy to hear about yeah. a girl. Like, it's a no scary one, no word one, for a girl to hear anybody. about herself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nobody wants to hear that, uh, that someone they're dating. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so Peter goes to Kelsey to sort of say, like, what's up? Um, and Kelsey talks him down well. She does a good job, I think, this episode of calming his nerves, yeah. um, but potentially uh, exacerbating the situation in the house as a result. For sure. And before we get any further, just a heads up to any guys out there, if you're getting ready to talk to someone and it was told that they're mentally unstable or you know whatever, don't say that to her. Use it in a different wording. I would say. I would also add on to that and say, take whoever told you that with a grain of salt because women get labeled crazy and unstable for doing lots of super rational things. So That's true. The crazy ex-girlfriend Wording is, is a key. bad trope. Wording is key. Um, yes, it is. Meanwhile, Kelsey's one-on-one -on -one date. I want to talk about goddamn it. Wait, Kelsey. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly's Kelly's one-on-one -on -one date. I told you before this we started recording, I knew I was going to mess up their names. It's okay. And I did. It's still a good amount of them. They're, and they're so close. They're one letter away. Um, Kelly's one-on-one -on -one date. Kelly. Chi-Town. Yes, she is. Chi-Town represent. Um, I want to talk about Kelly. And I want to talk about, uh, I want to hear your thoughts on how she is sort of being presented or edited. 
Um, Because I do think I am really drawn to her uh, realistic attitude, but I think it also comes across as disengaged and disenchanted. Like, she seems realistic to a fault, where Mm -hmm. she's very quick to sort of look at the situation and say, you know, like, he's not, I'm not going to get a chance with him. I'll just hang back. Or I'm in Costa Rica. I'll enjoy this beautiful environment. As opposed to bringing the um, often chaotic energy that the other girls are, yeah. are that are bringing, and that's that energy is really resonating with Peter. So I'm curious um, what you think, sort of about her as a contestant um, and how it's sort of landing with you. Hmm. I think with her personality, I mean, I think, like she says, she's not used to this environment. And a lot of people aren't used to this environment. And Well, no one is, so to say. No one's used to this. But everyone handles it differently, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people are just getting into the mix of things and talking shit about one another. And some people are just observing and fall back and just, you know, are taking everything in. And I think that's what Kelly's doing. And also she's, yeah. like, also thinking, okay, what's my odds of honestly being with Peter and why should I give it my all when, you know, the odds are against me. And I, then mm-hmm. I see Peter's, you know, his side. I mean, he wants every girl to give it their all. Cause I mean, he wants a wife. So, yeah. and only the ones that give it their all are going to end up growing a bond with him. So I do see both sides. Um, I don't think neither one of them are in the wrong by any means. It's just a, it's a weird, awkward, like, situation to be in. Yeah. And the group date, or not the group date, the one-on-one date, I think really gets at that, too, because they go to, um, they refer to them later as shamans um, mm-hmm. who are going to sort of do a couple rituals, basically, to sort of speak to and get at their compatibility as a couple. They, like, have them write some things down. They light some candles that melt in certain ways. Um but some of the takeaways that these uh, spiritual guides tell them is that Kelly is distant. Um, oh, they're not on the same. Yeah, they're not on the same, same level. level. Yeah. And Kelly, to her credit, again, perhaps you know, realistic to a fault, is like, yep, that checks out. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then that conversation kind of uh, escalates to over dinner. She brings up feeling like they have different, there are different levels of, maturity and different levels in their life um and i and she kind of calls out because he he presses her on it and again i think we are this season getting a like sneaky number of like good examples of like healthy conversations where um we saw it with victoria f the other week with you know running into your ex on a date um but here again like she brings something up and he doesn't quite understand it so he pushes and says like wait explain to me more why you think that like we're not the same part of our life and all that. Um, and it does, I I kind of was a little on the fence about whether she was going to get the group date rose because yeah. she didn't quite convince me of what he was asking to be convinced of, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, but she convinced him, so gets yeah, the rose. Yeah, I, I think one thing is like every group date, I think this is a good example that, you know, 
difficult conversations need to come up and be said and it's just not always like a love story every one-on-one day yeah. you know it's good to see something that's a little different but still progressive and still like a, a good chat that grows um honestly mm-hmm. in my opinion i mean all the same like lovey-dovey one-on-ones and like great conversations like i mean that's great but in real life when you're getting to know someone and developing feelings yeah. and dating you have disagreements and you have arguments and you and i kind of want to see that you know i don't want to see just the lovey-dovey parts anymore. Yeah. and so that was kind of like a we got a snip of that mm-hmm. and i do think to your point about like the real life dates like that is a thing where it's like it's not an insurmountable you know obstacle by any means but if you you know work a nine to five and your potential significant other works like the night shift like that's that's a like different thing that you have to like work through or you know if i don't know i'm blanking on examples but it is like the the question of like even if you really like each other if you're in different stages of your life or you have different goals like that's the thing you have to talk about before you true. get too deep he also said something though that i my initial reaction was mm, that's bullshit <laughs> but when I mentioned it to you, um, you kind of you had a good defense for it. And that was that he said he kept telling Kelly, I know this works. I need you to trust me on the process. I need you to trust me on, you know, the bachelor of it all. And I thought, hmm, there seems to be a lot of evidence that it, in fact, does not work. For sure. Um, particularly, you know, uh, Peter's own experience on The Bachelorette. But you made a very good point, so I'll pass it back over to you. Yeah, you know, every you know, you did say like the statistic rate of couples staying together or becoming a couple after this is very low. Maybe true, very true. But still, like it's I think what you're taking away from this is like your moments and your feelings, and and those are valid regardless yeah. if you're together or not. And the only way you get to those points are is if you open up and put yourself out there. And I think that's the thing to take away from this. Yeah, um, a lot of couples don't end up together. It's just how it is. But, I mean, you can never regret that you gave it your all. And, you know, if things don't work out, they don't. But, you know, you had those moments. Yeah, absolutely. That sort of success on a... Yeah. And I always get Peter's level. back. Always. Yeah, you do. Peter's- My boy. <laughs> um, okay. Unless things get too heartwarming... There's more Tammy and Kelsey drama. <laughs> this shit pops off. Right, Man. it does. They just, bottomless wells of, you know, ill feelings. Okay, so, my first note here is, Tammy may or may not have lied. Um, but I also can't figure out where we are geographically at this point. I guess we're back at the house. I think we are. That's where a lot of Tammy and Kelsey's drama goes down. No, 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 no. This is at the group date party. Okay. Group date party late night before he gives a rose to someone. And there's the drama going. And Kelsey th- comes back. Are I we- think that was, I think we've moved past that drama because I think this is My when. My bad. That's okay. It's when they're <laughs> sitting on the couch and I only remember it so clearly because it's the one where. One of them calls the other one honey. Okay, you're and right. Then they, my bad again. She's like, don't call me honey. And I was like, oh, man, there's nothing that escalates an argument faster than like a term of endearment that has no business being there. For sure. Women hate that, don't they? 
terms of endearment. <laughs> yeah, or just like being called honey. I think it's like contextual, where it's like we hate kind of talking or, down to something. Like, right, where it's like don't pretend to be my friend when we are actively fighting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yes. So in this fight, while well, somebody calls somebody honey and things get worse, um, but also a thing that jumped out to all of us was that Tammy, in explaining, so okay, I think I think what happened was Kelsey confronts Tammy about what happened with Peter because it was like Tammy talked to Peter Peter talked to Kelsey Kelsey talks to Tammy They're like, why did you talk to Peter this I, is too confusing <laughs> I'm, I'm lost in a black hole of Tammy and Kelsey drama right now I don't know well, who said what um, and Tammy says that she felt that she needed to express to Peter that she was worried that she was wasting too much time caring about others which was not how Anybody in our room, like mm. in our conference area, remembered that conversation going. Like at no point was she framing this as I'm wasting my bachelor time taking care of Kelsey. Um, but in any case, that's how she frames it. Um, they go back and forth. It's much of the same stuff. Again, Tammy is just really driving home this sort of potential drinking problem. Yeah. And the fact that Kelsey cries every day. I don't think, I mean, first of all, I don't think, you know, production and whatnot would let someone on there with a drinking problem. And again, you have a maximum of two drinks per hour. Yeah. So, honestly, girl, drink up. Like, that's what I did. I drank the whole time there. What else are you supposed to do? You have to drink. Yeah. So, and it's not like it gets to a point where someone's having an issue with it. And also, I didn't like, one thing I could deal with, drama. Drama's drama, but don't sure. lie on somebody. Yeah. I don't like I don't like liars. I don't think anyone likes liars. But no. saying someone takes pills yeah. and drinking, that's just something you don't wanna And framing put on that and because I, I asked you this, um, and you can again speak to a little bit here as well, but it's like how would you I guess I tend to believe it's like a know it when you see it thing when you can kind of see someone that looks like their drinking might be a little bit um out of hand yeah but even so like with like the two drink minimum and the limit and then like the nature of the house i just think it'd be really it seems really unreasonable to me to leap from and again we don't see everything it could yeah. be much worse but we don't see like the leap from kelsey's emotional and she drinks when there's nothing else to do in the house to she has a drinking problem that is so bad i need to bring it to peter's attention just seems Oh, a little too much. Yeah. A little like, too much, for sure. Just like... Oh, I mean, what does everyone else do? I'm sure everyone else is drinking. Right. And even, like, the the fact that she cries a lot, like that... Just an emotional... Right? Like, there's... That's some... <laughs> just be emotional. There's there's a lot going on. And, like... There's a lot going on. Would I cry for four days? And then I thought it was funny champagne? because she was crying in her interviews after... Yeah. Later on when Kelsey went back in. Are we to that point yet? Was she um, in, not yet? Maybe we're just about to get to Kelsey's Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. um, so we will move swiftly along because there is really isn't anything else to say on this installment that we won't circle back to when they get into another fight. For sure. Kelsey, full of enthusiasm, goes where? She goes to speak with Peter. She's speaking, the, you know, just speaking her mind and opening yeah. up. And it was actually a good move on her part. 
um, because Peter pulled that rose out of his ass and gave her the rose. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, opening it up is always a good thing, mm-hmm. as we found out. Um, and it worked out with her. Um, my only thing is, why did she walk back to the group of girls? Well, that's like, what she team. <laughs> But she was kind of like, she made an announcement. Yeah, like, she did. Hello, hello, everybody. I got a rose. Yeah. I don't want this to cause any drama, but hopefully it's smooth sailing. Which the look on their faces, you knew. Like, they oh, were it was, like. It was hilarious. It was you, hilarious. You know shit was getting ready to yeah. erupt. And so we'll circle back to this in a quick minute, but. It's related to what's about to happen at the Rose, the Rose cocktail party. So she gets back to the resort, wherever they're staying. I don't know if you picked up on this, but they're all already in their cocktail attire. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they are ready to go. She is still in her you know, jean shorts and tank top. Um, so immediately my mom was like, how long do they have to wait for her to get ready? Were they delayed? I, it went logistical too fast in my head, but that's neither here nor there. So she gets back. It's cocktail party time. There is a brief moment when they're all sitting on this, you know, the couch situation, mm-hmm. crammed there together. Tammy and Kelsey get into it again. This time, so does Sydney. This and is where I'm like, lost. This one. I, yeah. Everyone was going at everybody. I didn't know what the hell was going on or what was said or who was fighting with who. Yeah. I was confused. And, like, the first couple go-rounds, it was hard to keep them track, keep a track because their arguments were the same on each side. So it was like, what was different about this one? This time around, it was hard to keep track because everyone was jumping in and I wasn't sure who was on whose side. Sydney, I think, was on Kelsey's side because Sydney seemed to hate Tammy, but it was just it was a mess. It was confusing. Yep. And then our boy Chris Harrison makes an appearance. Yep. Is he nice? Was it like fun to see him? Did you enjoy his presence? Yeah, on the show? I did. Yeah, I thought he's a great guy. He's funny, and I don't know. I, I mean, I pretty much felt confident through the whole way until I did it. And, <laughs> and when you don't, you don't. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it was always good to see him. Does he spend more time with you than we see, nope. or does he really just like parachute in? You like guys pretty, time? You guys see him as much as they probably do. Yeah, wow. he's not really there hanging out with everybody. <laughs> but I wonder what Chris Harrison is doing in Costa Rica when every when all this is happening. He's probably getting some sun. Right, getting some Living sun. The dream. Going through some audiobooks, maybe hiking. Maybe he fought a puma. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, let's get a spinoff show of Chris Harrison's off-camera activities. Um, Anyway, so Chris, Har- Chris Harrison arrives and says, sorry, guys, no cocktail party. Yeah. A lot of the girls are devastated by this. Absolutely A lot of the girls haven't had their time, mm-hmm. and they need that time, and they are just feeling a certain way. Yeah. Um, certain someone, McKenna. Yes, she does. She And they've been playing this up all episode, McKenna's recurring theme of not having enough time with them. For sure. And sometimes you're just going to get stuck with no time. But, yeah, she doesn't seem very confident. And, you know, where her and Peter are, she's worried, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So going to the – wait, I'm going too fast. Anyways, (laughs) the rose ceremony. Um, Are we there yet? Am I jumping too ahead? You are jumping a little ahead. Okay, I'll back up. There's not much, but there's a little more to say. We'll get back to that. We'll get back. 
I want to, because I want to ruminate a little. I want to spend a little more time on time. Because I feel like this season, and again, I don't have the previous Bachelor season viewing experience to really speak to this, but it seems like we're really appreciating how valuable like the group date and group date cocktail parties are, where I think as a viewer, we often think of them as just kind of like... Waste this, of time kind of deal. This mess of people talking. For sure. But for these women and men, like they're they don't live they don't see peter otherwise that really is their only time and when he's being asked to give out roses like sure he can give out the top four based on you know the people he's been doing one-on-ones with but for like it's mckenna's reaction seems extreme to us but it's like if you've had cumulatively like 30 minutes with him over three days like i would be panicking too um and i don't think until we've seen a season where Every group date has been, you know, tanked to some degree. Yeah, nothing goes as planned. Yeah. And, yeah, realistically, you're only seeing the lead technically twice before elimination night. You know, you have the group date or your one-on-one, and you have the cocktail party. And that's it. And between that time, you might have 15, 30 minutes is high, so you're probably not getting 30 minutes. So you're probably getting, like, each time you see him, probably, like, honestly, like 15 minutes. If that, that's lucky if someone's not interrupting or drama's going down. And if, honestly, you even got time with him. So you might have not even gotten time with him because some other drama went down. But, yeah. Yeah. It's very, uh, a good point. Thanks. Yeah. So losing the opportunity to even have time, even if, you know, you weren't the one on the, at the cocktail party that really got quality time with him, like just like the lack of opportunity must um, cut deep. But when we hop to the rose ceremony, not everyone takes it lying down here. Yeah. Who jumps out first? Uh, Tammy. Yes, she does. Tammy's feeling a certain way. She yep. feels like someone has spilt the beans on her. Right. The she said, she said goes on again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she wants to tell Peter, I don't know what you've heard about me. Because she rightfully assumes that Kelsey, when Kelsey went on her little expedition, um to pete's place that kelsey was saying like you know i don't have these problems and i don't know what people are saying these things etc etc so tammy wanted to get do you think that changed his mind about her keeping her or not um i think we're at a stage where it's close enough that she probably would have made the cut anyways i think when we saw when peter first came to her to say, hey, I've been hearing these things, he seemed on her side already, where he seemed like he wanted to sort of check in with her, but kind of know, maybe from his own experience, like, it seems unlikely that you have a drinking problem and are emotionally unstable. Um, So I don't think he necessarily needed that, but I think what we saw with Kelly, where it's like he really appreciates, you know, the initiative and the energy and the passion there, and he's mentioned it in a variety of ways before, where, like, he really responds to um, women pursuing him. So I think that helped and definitely bolstered her case, which is why he, you know, as you said, pulled a rose out of his ass to keep her around. Um, but I don't think it necessarily changed. I don't think she would have gone home if she hadn't gone to him, mm-hmm. but I think it definitely helped. Okay. Um, yeah, so Tammy does the jump out. 
It's unremarkable. It's, you know, exactly what you would expect. But then McKenna, dear sweet McKenna, who we've seen freak out all episode. Yeah. Freak is rich in a fever pitch. Um, but then, and I was really proud of her for this. I don't know how it necessarily went down with everyone else, but I was proud. She goes out and she goes and steals him. She takes that moment and rather than just continuing to melt down with her fellow contestants, is like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get my time. Yeah. Um, seconds probably, but she goes and she gets some time with him. This of course is a ripple effect. Who freaks out next? Everyone seems to be freaking out, but everyone, but especially Lexi. Lexi. Wait, wait, Lexi. Yeah, the redhead. That's right. Yes, the yeah. one that I believe Peter forgot back in episode two when she was like, "Remember the first night?" and he was like, "Remind me." <laughs> poor Lexi. Oh, poor Lexi. She's freaking out too, and I guess, I mean, that's sort of like the flip side of all of this, where McKenna has to is she's getting hers but that by nature means other people the people that are sort of like following the rules aren't getting the aren't getting time and sure enough yeah Lexi goes home yeah it's a weird yeah honestly like people that are bold and put themselves out there and like make moves or or seem to be like the ones that stick around so the rule of this story is the moral of the story Nice guys finish last. Yeah, and that's like way back in when when Kelly drove straight ahead. If you aren't cheating, you aren't trying. You're Rules cheating, are meant to be broken. These trying. are the lessons. For sure. Um, you know, so if they say no cocktail party, straight to the rose ceremony, you find your time. You just pull them aside anyways. Yeah, there's no fairness in love and war. Right? Producers say stay in your own place. See them when you see them. You find out where he lives and you follow him home. <laughs> you make shit happen. How deep is your love? If you're like really in love, you better go after it. Right. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that theme escalates over the rest of the season. Um, but first, so that kind of I think that's I think that's everything that happened in three hours. Yeah. Anything else that we're missing? Um after that, I think that then we just had the rose ceremony, and then he sends home um, yeah. two girls or three. Yeah, two. Lexi and Cheyenne. Lexi and Cheyenne. Who? So we, um, I don't know if any of you saw this, but we uh, did a little team poll before the episode. Uh, Reality Steve leaked that uh, the contestants would go from sixteen to six by the end of the week between tonight's three-hour episode and Wednesday's two-hour episodes. So we all put in our guesses for um, who those final six would be. Um, I'm down one. Cheyenne was on my short list. Um, Bruin's down one because he kept a liar around. Um, <laughs> but I think you and Ashley are still six for six. Okay. Um, but our, our ten remaining for, for Wednesday are Victoria F., Victoria P., Madison, McKenna, Tammy, Natasha, Hannah Ann, Kelly, Kelsey, and Sydney. Yeah. That's our crew. Strong 10. Yep. That's who's going to Chile. So before we wrap things up completely and let everyone, you know, have one day of rest before jumping back into it on Wednesday, let's do a rapid fire round of superlatives. Let's do it. Best use of time with Peter. Best use of time. Um, 
I'm going to say it was, yeah, either the two girls that got the one-on-one date, um, Sydney or Kelly. Outside of them, I would say Natasha. I think Natasha had a a good, like, ease time with Peter, and yeah. I, I think they hit it off. Yeah. I would go with Kelly. That'd be my answer there. Okay. Because I think she had the more valuable one-on-one maybe where it's like she had more she made best use of it because she was on the least sturdy ground um worst use of time with peter worst use of time i'm gonna have to say tammy it's always i mean this is my you know broken violin or whatever the expression is just talk to him about yourself talk about yourself (laughs) don't use your time with peter to talk about other women's drama Talk about making a profit on some house flipping or something. Right? Yeah, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's something. To work <laughs> or don't talk. Make out. Like he, we know he loves to do that. Um, anyways, best response to the drama. Best response to the drama. I don't know. What do you think? It's my girl Natasha. I love her. I love how she handled the early drama, um, and I love that she, when they were, I believe it was at the pre-cocktail party, cocktail party, before mm-hmm. the rose ceremony, the time when the women were there, but before Chris Harrison arrived to say that it was ending. But she gave my speech, except more articulate, about how she's never going to spend her time with Peter talking about other women yeah. um, and their drama and all that stuff, and that nobody else should do that either. And I was like, yes, yes. So that is my That's true. best response to the drama. That's a good one. And I love her. What else you got? All right, I've got a would you rather for us to end on. And it goes out to Peter's bandage. Uh, banded. Band-aid. Anyways. Would you Stitches, rather... But. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather meet a puma on a mountain path or have video of you hitting your head so hard on a golf cart you had to get 22 stitches go viral? Well, technically, as of right now, the goat cart was the most dangerous scenario because you don't know how the puma would react in front of you. True. So... I would go with the Puma because, yeah. one, it's a great story. Mm-hmm. You can tell that later on. And maybe the Puma didn't even mess with you. Right. So that golf cart and glass was like the most dangerous thing on this trip so far. So yeah. how about you? I think I've got to go Puma as well just because initially my instinct was, you know what? I'm sure there's footage of me running into things out there. Like it can't be any worse than that. But then I thought about how – like I, I feel like I've done nature hikes where there are bears, and I haven't seen one, but I've been in parks where there are also bears, and so I feel like if I prepared properly, if I was, if I was in a scenario where I might meet a puma, I would be prepared to meet a puma. I would rather see a puma than a bear. Yeah. But then again, I don't think a puma is going to kill you. I mean, I guess it I could. I think it could. I guess it could. Yeah. I mean, they're big cats, but they're not like lions or tigers. Not that big. Yeah. My fun animal fact, and this will be the note that we leave you all on, is that like, of the most dangerous animals of their respective biomes are moose and hippos. So oh, I knew hippos. Moose are the hippos of mountain ranges, and hippos are the moose of... Mm, why am I... Savannas? Is that what you would call that? Yeah. Climate? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I didn't know that about the moose. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and look so goofy on the same and friendly. Trip with the bears. <laughs> so yeah, meet a puma, avoid moose and hippos. <laughs> and we'll see you Wednesday. <laughs> we will see you Wednesday.